Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to That Triathlon Show, the podcast presented by scientifictriathlon.com. I'm your host, Michael, and this episode is Beginner Tip 9, where I'll talk about injury prevention. This is a topic that was requested by Dean Profis in the United States, who wrote me an email that said, I may have mentioned this before, but I think a beginner tip episode on injury prevention would be useful. It's such a big problem for so many beginners. Just a short episode on the right initial strengthening exercises for feet, glutes, hammies, shoulder, core... The right mindset, uh, even basic stuff like start working on everyday posture uh, as it has huge effects in running and swimming, basics in sleep and good nutrition. Maybe not enough content, but I know personally I would have given a lot to know this stuff going on. Thanks a lot for your email, Dean. It's a fantastic topic suggestion. So I pushed it way ahead in the queue, actually, to get this done right away because I, I don't want anybody to and to miss to to have to wait for this episode and get injured in the meantime obviously so let's get it done sooner rather than later uh there are a lot of things as you mentioned that uh, go into injury prevention so that's the first thing i'll mention it's impossible to cover in 10-15 minutes so i'll uh, talk about a few additional resources but this is more of a general uh, episode or general tip but let's start with the most common reasons for injuries and the, the one number one reason is doing too much too soon. So that's why you need to make sure that you have a smart and structured training plan that progresses gradually, as we talked about both in previous beginner tips and especially the resource I would recommend is episode 84 of that triathlon show, which is called The Beginner's Guide to Training Plans. I'll link to that. And one important concept there is the 10% rule, so not increasing your weekly volume by more than roughly 10% per week, especially on the run. Uh, the second most common reason for injuries, I would say, is incorrect technique in one way or another. This by no means mean that your technique has to be perfect, but uh, there are some basic things I want you to look out for. And in all free sports, staying relaxed is always good. Being very tense is always much more risky uh, and can in itself it's not what causes you to get injured but it can cause some overcompensation patterns and things like that that gets you injured so if you can stay relaxed much is won already just by that so in swimming the number one injury prevention tool i would say is getting one-on-one -on -one swim lessons right from the start and that also happens to be the number one uh, performance enhancement tool so you can't go much wrong there uh, when you're starting out and that will straight away put you on the right track and make sure that you don't have any any harmful movement patterns that may result in shoulder injuries i will say that swimming injuries are a bit less common in uh, beginners than for example running injuries maybe even biking injuries just because most beginners don't tend to swim enough to maybe get those sorts of overuse injuries but but some beginners that are uh, more frequent swimmers for them it might be an issue if uh, if you don't have that right technique and definitely swimming is a sport that uh, can shoulder injuries in particular can be uh, very common uh, overall in swimming so it's uh, having the right technique is important 
in cycling the technique itself is maybe not the most important thing but getting a bike fit and be on a bike that's the right right size in the first place uh, that's super important and otherwise you may easily get yourself injured so do not skip this step and actually yesterday by the time this episode is released on episode 106 you heard my, heard my teammate uh, Katarina talk about how when she started out she had a lot of back problems uh, because her bike was too small among other things and finally on the run this is the most risky discipline and the number one mistake beginners make is that they overstride you don't land with your foot your feet underneath your hip it's uh, stretched out in front of you so you take two long strides and what you'd rather do is to uh, what you should do is to increase your cadence and shorten your stride length so then you run at the same speed but every single time your foot hits the ground it does so right underneath your hip so that the impact forces aren't as you you aren't those breaking impact forces that are sent right back through your joints and your bones and those are the ones that really have been linked a lot a lot a lot to injuries so not overstriding is the number one factor where you land if you land on your heel your midfoot your forefoot i don't care but land underneath your hip so the best injury prevention methods obviously would be to not make any of these mistakes, not doing too much too soon and not uh, making these very basic technique mistakes and technique bike fit which is more of an equipment thing probably but anyway if you do uh, you make sure that you don't do these mistakes then you're uh, off to a good start but beyond that uh, I would say that the, one of the best investments that you can do is to, when you start, and every single season, maybe even a few times per season, if you can, go to a knowledgeable physiotherapist in uh, uh, that is very used to working with triathletes, ideally, at least endurance athletes, and have them check your things like your core strength stability your mobility uh, your entire body give you a full check and identify potential risks that takes the guesswork out of it because there are a million exercises that you could do and if you are just trying to guess it's like with the training plans there are a million of workouts that you could do and if you're trying to guess what the best workout is for this particular time well you're not doing very optimal training in all likelihood the same is true when it comes to injury prevention so actually spending that little bit of time and money to go and see a physio that will be worth so much more than what you invest in it and uh, and get that check and then they can tell you what exactly you need to work on specifically so if you take nothing else away from this episode it would be not do not do too much too soon and get a checkup by a physio and do that regularly at least once per season other than that general tips the number one tip i can give you is uh, the general best general prevention method i in my opinion is core training core strength and core stability uh, both of them not just strength and with core training it's better to do it little and often so for example three times 10 to 20 minutes uh, is uh, that's a really good starting point and you can do it every day of the week and it's uh, brilliant if you do that even just 10 minutes what uh, what's not so good if, if is if you try to do one hour just once per week it's it's not going to be as effective as doing those three times 10 to 20 minutes 
So, so that's uh, that's really important because that will help you, especially as you tire later on in workouts. You will still be able to maintain uh, postural integrity, maintain form better, maintain technique. So that core strength core stability is what will allow you to do that which will reduce the risk for overuse overcompensation injuries with your core exercises in general unless you have other uh, other suggestions other prescriptions from your physio uh, what i suggest is that you focus on your glutes your hips and your pelvic stability uh, some back uh, training and some abdominal but uh, definitely it's not going to be a six-pack training a training program that you're going to be on it's going to be more glute and hip centric and uh, when you start out uh, doing just simple workouts that you can do correctly is the best way to go so dean i'm actually not going to give you specific tips for exercises i'm just going to tell people to go to scientifictriathlon.com forward slash triathlon dash strength dash training and you can check out my free core training routines right there uh, but uh, i'll link to that in the episode description as well but but in general like those glutes hips and pelvic stability is if what you want to focus on doing workouts that you can manage to do with great form not doing too difficult workouts that you don't do with great form but when you get the hang of it I think that dynamic exercises are the best, really, because they most uh, effectively mimic, for example, running, where you are not static, you are dynamic. So what I mean by this is that, for example, a plank circle where you alternate lifting one leg, the other leg, one arm and the other arm is better than doing just a static plank. Mobility is another thing in addition to core. If your range of motion is insufficient, This is something that I'm frankly not knowledgeable enough to talk about in detail. You should see, get that as part of your physio checkup. Do you have range of motion issues, other mobility issues that you need to sort out? Then you need to integrate them into your plan. But I don't think that you can say that there's any one mobility exercise that and everybody should do so but uh, it's that's something that you need to check with for you individually other supplementary strength and conditioning like for example you mentioned uh, feet and lower legs that uh, can be very important especially if you have an injury issue uh, injury <laughs> injury issues if you have if you have had injury ish- issues in the past in your history <laughs> i don't know what i was trying to say there uh, but uh, anyway those things can include things like towel grabs grabs so just sitting on a chair and grabbing a towel with your with your toes things like walking on your heels things like using elastic bands to and and use your foot strength to uh, move that band back and forth in different directions those sorts of things again uh get a specific program for you based on your by your physio i'm not sure that everybody needs to do this thing very regularly not the same with score training but uh, definitely i think it's more uh, useful for everybody than mobility so uh, it might be worth it to be honest and i do this sort of like lower leg feet exercises once per week roughly Stretching, I would say the jury is out on this. It hasn't really been linked to frequently to injury prevention in research studies. 
if it's part of a plan to address mobility issues, sure, go ahead. But uh, flexibility for flexibility's sake isn't useful, neither from performance or uh, injury prevention standpoints. So your time might be better spent doing things like core training. On the other hand, foam rolling or even rolling on a tennis ball or lacrosse ball, that can be very useful. And especially if you find that you have like sore spots, very tight spots in your muscles, like in your quads, for example, often these are called trigger points. So what you want to do then is to take a tennis ball and just roll on that specific spot, uh, roll back and forth for a few minutes and then repeat that maybe a couple of times per day and uh every day of the week basically until you get that sore spot to disappear and then you uh, then you basically nip the problem in the bud and uh, before it gets any worse so and something that you mentioned also which is good the the posture in everyday life and uh, i'll mention this chairs use get rid of that office chair with a cushy back support and use a stool instead there's more coming up about this in episodes 110 and 111 so stay tuned for that but get rid of that cushy office chair and get a stool instead and uh, move in that stool regularly when you sit and work and move out of it as well regularly if you can sleep and nutrition yes these are super important but uh, i'll leave it at that and refer you to some other episodes uh, number 52 sleep recovery and performance with shona halson uh, episode 100 uh, nutrition before during and after workouts and episodes 94 and 95 triathlon nutrition calories carbs fat fats and proteins parts one and two and that's about it all those resources will be linked to in the show notes uh, especially i highly recommend going to that core training resource on scientifictriathlon.com forward slash triathlon dash strength dash training and get those core routines if you have questions like Dean had, send them to me on michael at scientifictriathlon.com so I can answer them on a future Beginner Tip episode. In next Friday's Beginner Tip episode, you'll hear about training for older athletes, for master's athletes. What do you need to consider? Thank you so much for all the positive feedback that has been coming in, by the way. I really, really appreciate all those emails and tweets. If I can ask for a small favor, it would be to also go and rate and review the podcast in iTunes. Somebody who did that is G. Heverington from the UK who writes, Beginner Tips 5 Stars. Beginner tips are a great help, straight to the point and succinct. No messing about, great useful help immediately. I also love the longer podcasts that see me through some of my gym, bike and run sessions. Keep up good, the good work, what you do is fantastic. Thank you so much, G. Heverington. Uh, I'd really like to see more reviews coming in like this. An honest review, uh, if you want to rate it 5 stars, that's of course amazing. It helps the show grow and uh, rank better in iTunes, which both help me get better guests for the podcast for the interviews and very importantly it helps convince sponsors to keep supporting the show and uh, quite frankly i could not be doing the podcast the way i am now without sponsors i could maybe get out one episode per week but no more than that without the sponsors so your rating and reviewing really is a very important part of keeping the podcast going and stay alive long term so keep that in mind when you go and uh, leave your rating and review. Thank you, as always, for listening. Keep training smart and keep loving triathlon. <laughs>